the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon to all of our listeners, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thank you for joining us here on SoCal Live. My name is Brian Allen, and with me is my teammate, Professor Craig Hawkins. Uh, Craig and I are two members of the Bible Information Brokers, where you can hear us live every Sunday evening right here on KKLA from 10 p.m. to midnight answering your Bible questions. I'm proud to say that our radio program is the second longest running live radio program here on KKLA. I think we've been on uh, 22, 23 years, and we're really honored to be here on KKLA. So with that being said, I'd like to introduce my good friend and my teammate, Professor Craig Hawkins. Now, before I do that, Craig has been on Christian radio. He's been on for over 30 years. He hosted the Bible Answer Man with the late Dr. Walter Martin. We used to call him the modern-day Apostle Paul. And he teaches uh, currently at Trinity Law School. So, without further ado, Professor Hawkins, how are you doing? Hey, Brian. Great to be with you, other than a Sunday night here in KKLA. Exactly. It's kind of weird being here during the day when we've been, we've been coming at night for so I've many been years. I'm kind of feeling like a vampire the night of The Walking Dead because we're here at night. Well, we've got a full program today. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about that. If you don't mind, we'll jump right on in. Yeah, let me give you the phone number, oh, too. Oh, yes, please. Here's the some, here's some phone number. It's one 2557 A real easy way to remember that is going by one 52 talks 52 talks Again, you can start calling right now, and we're going to get to you when we, uh, we go over some of the items that we're going to be dealing with today. Again, that's one 2557 you know, Craig, there's just a whole lot of stuff going on yes. in the world today, in our country today, and, and even in Southern California. There's just a lot, a lot to talk about, especially looking at it from a Christian perspective. And um, one of the things, uh, you're going to say something now, one of the things I wanted to talk about um, is an article by Pastor Robert uh, Jeffers. And he says some things in here that, you know, is, is questionable and uh, I think we both have some issues with, but no, it's certainly controversial. Yeah, it is controversial, but the name of the article is it's, there is no credible religious argument against the vaccine. And in this article, Craig, you want to go over some of the things he yeah, says? Yeah, we will, but let me just tell folks where we're going. We're going to have on in just a little while Greg Crawford, who's a former employee manager for 20, uh, 26 years at Trader Joe's, who was fired because he they would not give him a religious exemption or they would not honor that. We're going to talk to Greg on a personal side of this. Also, we'll be talking with uh, Brad Dacus, president of Pacific Justice Institute, who is actually representing Greg in a lawsuit against Trader Joe's. We'll be talking about that. And we're looking for our audience's input. We really want to hear from people today. So we will do a little interview with Greg and Brad, but we really want to hear from the audience because this is a controversial issue. So let's jump in, Brian. Jeffers is pretty well known. And he says, among other things, that uh, 
his church was asked to give uh, offer exemption letters, religious exemption letters, and they apparently don't want to do that. He says, and I quote, Christians are troubled by the use of a fetal cell line for the testing of the vaccines, would have to abstain from the use of Tylenol, Pepto-Bismol, ibuprofen, and other products that use the same cell line if they are sincere in their objections, Jeffers argues. Now, we're going to come back to that, see if that's really true. And then, another, by the way, another um, Catholic scholar, Roman Catholic, a dis- infectious disease expert, says, quote, that, that the fetal tissue lines grow in a laboratory and descend from cells taken from abortions in the 70s and 80s, but that current fetal cell lines are thousands of generations removed from the original fetus tissue. They do not contain any tissue from a fetus. So we'll talk about that as well. Lastly, at least two quotes, Brian, unless you have some other ones. Uh, Jeffers says as well, he says, I've been praying like millions of Christians have been praying for a cure to this pandemic. As a pastor, I saw that it takes the lives of many of our church members. I saw a heartbreaking situation where families had to say goodbye to their loved ones. Using FaceTime, it's what he said. And then he also says, and I end pretty much with this, we saw our church not able to meet for a period of time because of this. We were praying for an end to this pandemic. I saw this vaccine as an answer to that prayer. And no vaccine is perfect, but I believe that looking at the odds, I would much better uh, be better off taking the vaccine than ignoring it. Actually, Brian, I think he has one more a comment. He says it's pro-life, and he says basically, does he not? Oh, here we go. Last quote, yeah, Brian. Yeah, I, I think I know exactly where you're going. I think that that's something that the evangelical community needs to be reminded of, and that is, but we are lo- not looking out for our own interests, but the interests of others. Have this attitude in yourself, which was in Christ Jesus, who gave himself, uh, who himself was crucified for our sins as payment. Quoting Philippians two. So Jeffers basically, in a nutshell, Brian says. Don't be selfish. If you're not getting the vaccine, there's there's no legitimate religious. I'm using the word religious, but Christian. There's no Christian rationale for someone not to get the vaccine. So you're you're really just being selfish and and really kind of simplistic and not knowing the science. If you object to that, then don't take ibuprofen, Tylenol, Pepto Bismol, and otherwise. But Brian, there are people who do disagree. So this is a pretty controversial position for Jeffers to be taking. Exactly. You know, you know, Craig, there was something that was also said in that article. And he basically almost is saying that if you don't, you know, if you don't take the vaccine, you're really not Christian. I mean, I'm reading into it, but he says, and if we're really Christians, we need to think about the well-being of those who come in contact with spiritually, with spiritually and physically as well. And so he made the remark. He said, I believe if we are intent on protecting life inside the womb, which I am, we need to also be careful to value life outside the womb and do everything we can to preserve it. And I think, Craig, that's uh, right before he brought up the passage in Philippians 2. Right. So, again, just a few moments, we're going to be talking to Greg Crawford, who was fired from Trader Joe's because they would not give him a religious exemption. But, but, but Brian, what's the number again? Yeah, I want Folks to give wanna, that number. want to weigh in. They want to share their opinion with us, what they think and why. Do you agree with Pastor Jeffers, or do you take an opposing opinion? What do you think? Well, we got open lines. We just started the show. Let me give you that toll-free number. Toll-free is great, Craig. Why? Because it's on our dime, not there theirs. Okay, it's one 888 
Definitely, we look forward to uh, hearing you, hearing your comments. We do want to hear from you as well. And again, that number is one triple eight five two eight two five five seven. Yeah. So, so I, I find this interesting. Is and Jeffers takes a very staunch position, a very strong position, and he just basically is saying that if you're a Christian, you have no legitimate grounds not to be vaccinated, not to receive the Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, or Moderna. And again, really, Brian, you're selfish. You're being selfish. You're not considering others. You're only thinking about yourself. And and it does, it seems to imply, now people can correct me if they think I'm wrong, but it does seem to imply, like, I prayed for this vaccine. So this vaccine's like from God. So how could you possibly disagree? Because him and others prayed for a vaccine, and now that they have them, uh, oh, it's almost like you're you're fighting against God, almost. Right, and and that's just that's just the wrong way to look at something, and also, the other thing uh, that we have to look at when you, when you're using a passage, you know, one thing we always talk about when you're using Philippians two, you know, we have to look at uh, the passage in its proper context because we see so many times, you know, for years, Craig, we hear people coming up with their argument using passages. But they use them out of context. And what do we say? The first three rules of interpreting Scripture is context, context, context. So well, it looks like we have some callers, Greg. Let's see who we have. Yes, we'll be talking with Greg in a few minutes. But let, let's, Greg will be on in a few minutes. But let's, let's dive in. Let's take some calls. All right. Let's go to the San Pedro area, and we're going to talk to Ken. Ken, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Doing just well. Your comment for this uh, for this afternoon, uh, Ken? Yeah, I you know I take uh, our family, my family, we will not vaccinate, and uh, there are um, a lot of studies out that are contrary to what the government is trying to put out right now, uh, including when he was talking about the uh, right to life and protecting other people's lives. I think Israel has the best study going right now since so 95% of the nation is now vaccinated. Yes. 87% of all of the people that are coming down with COVID are vaccinated. And so you can't blame it on the unvaccinated. It's the vaccinated. And uh, Dr. Fleming, and I'm sure you guys have probably heard of him, he's a heralded scientist and immunologist who handled over 20,000 cases of COVID, looking at what works and what doesn't work. And basically, he's showing that prior to the vaccine coming out, the national rate of miscarriages by women was around 0.5%. And even uh, in just a short time, and Bears has stopped tracking the numbers as of May, that basically the miscarriage rate had gone over to 15.8% for those that were vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And on top of that... Uh, as I said, the federal government couldn't even be trusted because back in May, that those number of deaths were growing substantially week by week. And there were, at that point, hundreds of thousands of side effects so severe that it required hospitalization. Wow. And uh, they immediately stopped counting. So we have no idea what the death toll really is. This vaccination, according to Dr. Fleming, the vaccine, is basically it kills off your T-cells, your good T-cells that, that take on the cancer virus, 
Uh, it also um, basically is causing hemorrhaging from the uh, spike. Uh, you know, from the, from the, uh, the spike. What the spike? Oh my God! There's a name for it. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's a it's causing people to internally bleed, hemorrhaging, uh, enlarged uh, heart hearts. Hearts, yes. Hearts, yeah. You know, this, 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 I'm sorry. I, I've been a government contractor for 17 years and 30 years as a former commanding officer with the Los Angeles Police Department. And, and I study, and I read, and I read, and I'm going, but this stuff is going to, I think the next few years, I think start to see people start seeing people live. You're, you're breaking up a little bit, Ken. Hang on one second. We're going to get you back on. Ken, Ken's bringing yeah. up some very good points, Craig. Yes. And, and what's interesting is the fact, you know, Ken brought up a point about the majority of people uh, going into the hospitals, uh, they are basically, um, they're vaccin- uh, that they're vaccinated. And, um, but what you're seeing on the media, and I've always had an issue with what the media puts out, the media is putting out that the majority of people that are going into the hospital are unvaccinated. So again, uh, it's amazing how the stations, uh, our regular news stations, aren't really being forthright, I don't believe, with what they're putting out uh, uh, through the news. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take some more callers, but thank you, Ken. Sorry you're breaking up there, but appreciate that. We're going to try to get Greg Crawford on in just a few moments here. Uh, who was fired from Trader Joe's. And, of course, the issue is the, the mandating of 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 it. Do you have to take um, the, the, the have the uh, vaccine, sorry, um, have the vaccine or otherwise? But I, I do find it intriguing. If the vaccines are so effective, then why are people who are already vaccinated so concerned? In other words, if they're immune or allegedly immune from it, then why would they care if other people if, get vaccinated? Exactly, exactly. So at any rate, yes. So um, it's very, you know, you know, Ken brought up some some good points. And yes. and one thing he did say, and this is one thing we always encourage on our radio show, Craig, is we, we tell people, do your homework. OK, don't just look at a certain perspective. Look at all perspectives. Look at the pluses. Look at the minuses and everything else. Let's go to the next caller. And I want to make sure we got we got Greg coming up here as well. OK, OK, let's see. All right, we're going to go to Yvette, and we're going to take Yvette's call. She's from the Santa Monica area. Yvette, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm so glad to hear you guys on daytime. It's I miss you at night, but I have to get to bed so early on Sunday nights. And grateful to have you guys on. And I'm calling because I've been a practitioner of natural health care and alternative medicine most of my life. And to hear there's one cure, one way, one vaccine, and it's not vaccines that I'm opposed to, but mandates from the government that say this is the way to go. Exactly. As a Christian leader, just misses the the point. I mean, I am an alternative healthcare person who's opposed to ibuprofen, Tylenol, Pepto-Bismol, any of that. There's so many natural cures out there, and I believe in natural immunity. And the first thing that the scary about the biggest red flag is the complete blackout by the media of alternative methods. Ivermectin shut down. Hydroxychloroquine was shut down. Um, the medical protocols that we usually establish for the common flu were abandoned. 
And this is it. It's one way. Government mandates. It's a shot. So that's that's the red flag that Robert Jeffers completely misses as a Christian. You know, the Bible says, no unclean thing shall we allow in our bodies. And there's also the, if the aborted baby tissue was used in 1960, that still is a precursor to not wanting a Christian like me, not wanting to use it in the year 2021. I don't want to give any floor to cheers use with this aborted babies part. We stand on the uh, sanctity of life. And so anyway, I just wanted to, there were so many red flags. And I work for the government. My city that I work for is mandating me to take a vaccine. And I have requested a medical exemption. And we'll see. It hasn't been granted yet, but I have a friend in another city who has granted it. And then the media blackout consists of complete shutdown of cures that have worked um, that are not the vaccine and of side effects and women losing their ability to menstruate, young men, young men with heart defects, all the problems in Israel. The, the media is so complicit in this um, government uh, overreach that it's, it's not even funny. So thanks for listening and God bless you guys. Well, thanks so much, Yvette, and we'll, we'll see you on Sunday night. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. All right. Take care. Take care. Exactly. Well, let's, uh, we have a special guest on, and I'm going to let uh, Professor Hawkins introduce uh, this individual. So let's get, uh, get him up on the air. Go ahead, Craig. Hey, Greg. Welcome to the program. Hi, Craig. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us. For those who don't know, Greg Crawford worked for 26 years for Trader Joe's, has been a manager for quite a while. Greg, is that correct? That's correct. Yes, and so you're a committed Christian, and you sought out a, a religious exemption from Trader Joe's. And uh, what happened, Greg, and what was the result of that? Well, we have an annual uh, captain's meeting, and in order to attend— um, at one point, you had to have either a vaccination or both vaccinations or have a medical or religious exemption. And I was able, they granted me a religious exemption, but uh, like a day before would have been the last opportunity for you to get two jabs in before the, uh, the meeting. <laughs> I got a call saying that, my religious exemption didn't matter that I was, it was uh, for vaccinated people only. So I was unable to attend, and I was further told that um, it would negatively affect my review. So that's kind of important for your pay and just your status in the company and advancement promotions, right? Is that? Oh, yeah. Bonuses, everything. Yes. You know, so, Down so, the line. Yeah, so, Greg, so what happened at that point when, when, when the, you got this pushback from them? Then what happened next? Well, I was in touch with Pacific Justice Institute, and um, I let uh, the attorney there uh, know what was going on. And he actually uh, sent a letter or an email to Trader Joe's regarding the situation, and they told us, uh, through the uh, attorney, that, of course, I would not be uh, penalized for not getting the vaccination and that they would 
provide a way home. The attorney actually suggested ways to uh, for me to attend the meeting or to get the information I needed from the meeting, um, either by Zoom or I volunteered to take a test to show that I was negative COVID, which would make me safe for everybody there so I could attend the meeting. Because these meetings also provide us with information, you know, and the uh, future insights, what the company wants to do. Right. So it's pretty important that you're there. And it, it sounds like you were pretty accommodating. You're saying, hey, I'm willing to go get a test and prove that I'm, I'm negative. Um, so you're, you're working with them. You didn't just draw, draw a line in the sand and say, okay, this is it. If you don't accept this, then or else. Exactly. I tried to do what they proposed as they said they would allow me to attend if I had this exemption. But then at the, you know, the final hour, they uh, reneged on that. And one of their core values is integrity. And I, I kind of found that opposite of their number one core value of integrity, not sticking to the word of what they had said. Mm. Well, Greg, can you hold on, if, if you would? We want to talk to you for a few more minutes about this, about okay. the situation. Just hold on, would you? We- Please, Greg, we have Greg Crawford on the line, worked for Trader Joe's for 26 years and then was uh, dismissed, was fired. Uh, They said they would work with him on his religious exemption. Uh, He was being, it really sounds to me, very accommodating himself, was willing to take a test or what have you, but they let him go. Hey, Brian, if people want to call in and we're going to have Brad Dacus on as well in a few minutes, what's the number people can call? It's one 888 Five two eight two five five seven. Once again, one triple eight five two eight two five five seven. You're listening to SoCal Live with Craig and Brian. We're coming up to a break, so stay tuned, and we'll be right back right after these messages. Welcome back. You're listening to SoCal Live with Craig and Brian. We've been talking about an article by uh, Pastor Robert uh, Jeffers, and that article is entitled, There's No Credible Religious Argument Against the Vaccine. And we talked about some of his quotes, as well as uh, using a passage in Philippians, I think Philippians 2, which uh, I believe was, was taken out of context. And so uh, we have, a, we have uh, Greg on the call, on the line, we, we uh, yes. held him over. So let's get... Greg back. Yes, Greg Crawford. Greg he Crawford. Was, he was laid off. Twenty. Well, he was fired. Twenty six years at Trader Joe's as a manager for quite a while, and basically they said they would accommodate him, uh, but then they didn't, and he was not able to go to these manager meetings, which are vital to know the store policy, what they're doing, and for promotions, and also affects though, their uh, you know their salary and various aspects. So, so Greg, got you back with us again. Let, Thank let you. me get him back on, Craig. Thanks so much for being with us. Okay. You there, Greg? I'm there. Yeah, thanks. So, so Greg, yeah, you, you attempted to accommodate. You worked with them, and they said they would work with you, that you even said you were willing to get a, a, a test and prove that you were uh, negative of COVID. Uh, but, but what happened? Well, um, after my attorney, uh, Ron Hackenberg, uh, spoke with the uh, council at Trader Joe's. I think it was about five hours or so late after that. Um, that, that was on my day off. Um, I got a um, 
text message or a, a voicemail from my boss, my direct boss above me, uh, asking if he could meet with me. He was in the area, and uh, I discovered that message later, so I did not return the call. And I was going to work the next morning. Well, the next morning I got up and I noticed he left another voicemail like at 7.30 in the morning. So I knew something was up. And uh, so I met with him. And um, and I've known this guy a long time. And my brother had recently died. And so, you know, the first chit-chat was about that. But then we sat down and he read me a, uh, an incident report. And it basically claimed I didn't follow some policy procedure and that basically I was adversarial and they terminated me. And so I, I guess suggesting ways that they could accommodate my religious uh, beliefs, um, just trying to protect those through uh, an attorney is considered adversarial, even though I offered to get a test or do it via Zoom. And uh, so that's basically what happened in a nutshell. It was a complete surprise to me. So, Greg, really, it was just even getting an attorney was adversarial, they believed. It wasn't like you said, now, look, you better do this or else we're going to sue you. None of that. You actually, again, gave uh, advice on how they could accommodate you. You could work with them. But they said basically just getting an attorney, retaining an attorney was adversarial. Is that correct? Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Apparently so. I, I wouldn't consider um, expressing my rights being adversarial. And a lot of the talking was done through the attorney. Right, right. So, so Greg, where are you today? We've got a few more minutes. You know, you've got, you've got some things to do. But where, where are you today? Where do things stand? I believe you still have counsel with Pacific Justice Institute. We'll be talking with the head of that, Brad Dacus, in just a few moments. But where do things stand right now, Greg? Well, I'm... Uh, I don't have insurance. I'm uh, trying to get unemployment, and that you know how long that takes. And also, uh, since I'm old enough, I applied for Social Security. And uh, but you know what? God is good, and He's taking care of me. So mm. um, I can rest in that. Yeah. So I think you just told us, but Greg, how can we pray for you, and how can people get informed? I'm assuming keep in contact with Pacific Justice Institute if they want to know the status of your your position. Uh, but how can we pray for you, brother? Uh, well, my wife and I uh, are going to be moving to Montana so we can uh, afford a house payment. And so they can pray that, that all that move goes well and that, uh, that we stay healthy. I think, you know, God has taken care of me. And uh, so, you know, the insurance thing isn't that big of a deal. I think he will uh, take care of us through there. But I just pray for protection for me and my wife since we don't have insurance. And uh, just that, you know, the finances come through and all that. Okay. In fact, I want to pray for you right now, Greg, uh, for this. And again, thank you so much, brother, for, for standing up for your convictions 
appreciate that. And Father, we do ask for Greg and Diana and the whole family. Pray your hand in favor upon him. Give him wisdom and favor in the the legal transaction here, the lawsuit, Pacific Justice Institute, as he simply stands up for his rights and does what he believes is correct according to his conscience in light of his understanding of, of the full counsel of God. So be with Greg, and we do pray for his health and his wife that nothing does happen while they're without insurance and all the other dynamics that I'm sure he did not mention, that, but that are applicable here. We pray for favor for Greg, and we know others out there as well uh, working with other uh, companies have been uh, basically told they need to get the vaccine or they'll be fired. As you know, obviously, Father, we pray for them and those who have been already, like Greg, we pray for your favor and grace for them. We thank you in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Greg, thank you so much for, for coming on this show and sharing with us. We totally appreciate it, and we're going to definitely... Keep you in your prayer. Keep us in. Keep you in our prayers. And I ask our listening audience to do that. Yeah. As well. Any anything else you want to say to us, Greg? Uh, no, I just want to say I'm very thankful for uh, Pacific Justice Institute because I did call around and uh, they were very helpful. Just so your callers know that. Yes. Okay. Amen. Well, all the best. Thank you, sir. And, and thanks for your prayers as well. Oh, you know it, Greg. Thank you so much. Keep in touch. Okay, I will. Bye. Hey, folks, we'd love to hear from you. Brian, how can we do that? Definitely give us a call, 1-888-528-2557. Easy way to remember that, 1-888-52-TALKS, 1-888-528-2557. You know, Craig, that's just one example of... And, and yes. you know, there's uh, there's a, well, one of the uh, police officers at church, at core church that I attend, uh, one of the police officers, you know, I was talking to him and he, he was worried because, um, you know, they were saying, hey, uh, don't get vaccinated. You're off the force. And uh, it was supposed to be at the end of um, August. And then they waited. They said they extended to the end of September. Uh, they and so they they wanted uh, they, they he's applying for the religious uh, exemption and they don't even know if that's going to work. So now you're looking at 2,600 police officers at LAPD that could possibly um, get fired. And what a disaster that would be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is, is Brad with us? Do you know? Do you know? No, I don't think uh, Brad's with us yet. Uh, I think uh, uh, Wilbur's getting that squared away. Okay, so. so Brad's the president of Pacific Justice Institute. He's going to be with us in just a few moments, hopefully. And we'll be talking with him about this and his view as a Christian, first and foremost, and as, a, as a, uh, an attorney, a legal scholar, and see what Brad thinks about this and about Jeffers' position. That's what we're talking about. If you just yeah, joined that, us, that's the that's the art. That's the, uh, the that's the point of today's show. Yeah, well, Rob, part of it is dealing right with, with what Jeffers says. Yeah, he's saying there is no credible religious argument against the vaccine. And again, uh, the passage, uh, one of the passages he's using is Philippians two. So you're basically selfish if you don't do, you don't get the vaccine, right? And and here here's here's an issue, Craig, that I I talked to you about. Man, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a mess if. These people that if they are making and forcing to get this vaccine and someone dies, they get uh, they get very ill, they get very sick permanently. There's some major lawsuits because they're going to say, hey, you told me I had to have this vaccination. Mm. And so yes. I think that's coming down the road. Yeah, yeah. We want to hear and we want to hear from the callers. We want to hear from our listeners. OK, we're going to we're going to go to the Costa Mesa area and we're going to talk to Greg. Greg, welcome to the show. How are you doing? 
Thank you. Uh, I'm doing okay. Thanks. Uh, Great. Thank you for taking the call. Your comment, uh, um, Greg. I've got a couple of points, about two or three. Uh, but one is you're getting my uh, a perspective from someone who has had COVID, whose wife has had COVID. Uh, we both it, it was somewhat of a big deal, but um, the therapies, the well-known therapies like ivermectin and uh, other things got us through it. Hmm. So uh, you can get through it. Um, and, and both of us had some comorbidity issues as well. Okay. But anyway, beyond that, this vaccine, which I don't even like to call it a vaccine because it's not the typical vaccine technology that actually gets your body used to um, an organism, all right? This vaccine turns your body into a genetically modified organism. It changes your physiology for the rest of your life. All right. It, it forces you to make certain things, make certain, have certain uh, cell attachment points and whatnot. Uh, it, it, it changes that. It also, it also causes you to manufacture spike proteins, otherwise known as pyrons, prions, excuse me. And um, you will be doing that for the rest of your life. Now, I, I don't think genetically changing your body hey, is Greg, something that. Greg, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. We're coming up to a hard break. So what I'd like for you to do, I'm going to put you on hold, okay? And right okay. after this break, we're going to get you back on and let you finish up, okay? All right. All right. Great. Hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to SoCal Live with Craig and Brian. And like I just said, we are coming up to the break. Stay tuned. I'm going to give you that number, one 528 We'll see you right after these messages. Welcome back. You're listening live to SoCal Live with Craig and Brian. Let me give you the number. Join in on the conversation, one 528 2557. You heard me. 1-888. That means it's on our dime. That means it doesn't cost you anything. We'd love to hear from you. 1-888-528-2557. We're talking uh, about an article from Pastor Robert uh, Jeffers, and it's entitled, There's No Credible Religious Argument Against the Vaccine. And we, we mentioned a lot of the quotes in here, and we let our listening audience respond, and, and uh, they're making up some really, really good points about uh, this vaccination being mandated, right. being forced. And again, I, I say that uh, I believe that he's taking Philippians 2 out of context and trying to use that to make the point for you to get vaccinated. Yeah, so we won't repeat all his article. You can find it online. But basically, he's saying that you're selfish. If you don't get it, he prayed for the, we'd have these vaccines as if, well, this is what he prayed for. So kind of almost like, how dare we not get it? You have no grounds religiously as a Christian or otherwise religiously a uh, matter of conscience. He doesn't believe that's legitimate. You should, you should get it and quit being selfish. So we've got Brad Dacus on the line. We're going to get to Brad in just a moment, Brian, but let's get back to Greg quickly here. Cause Greg was making some good points and we had to put him on a, on hold. All right. Let's get Greg back on the line. As we see, 
There you are. Greg, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, thank, thank you for thank you for holding on. No problem. Anyway, uh, to get back to what I was saying, um, it modifies your body such that not only does it make you produce certain things that you really don't want to produce for the rest of your life, but it also suppresses your natural B and T cell immunity. So in two ways of the modification, I cannot see how that honors God. It takes away something that God's given you, and it adds something that God didn't give you. Um, with respect to the fetal cell issue, um, be patient with me for a moment. I am a rare token Christian right-wing Second Amendment vegetarian. <laughs> Why is that important? Because I don't eat certain things that contain gelatin. Mm -hmm. The FDA says that gelatin is so processed and so removed from uh, what the original chemistry of the animal was that it's not even considered an animal product. But myself, as a vegetarian, I consider it an animal product, and that's enough for me not to want to consume it. Um, I, I believe there's a halfway decent analogy there with respect to Christians being offended by uh, fetal cell issues, regardless of how far back uh, the fetal, fetal cell strains may have been from. Right. Uh, another thing that people... Yeah, and we're going to have to cut, now, sorry, start winding it up here, Greg, sorry, but uh, go ahead if you could quickly, please. Okay. Uh, try to be quickly. There are many, many, many more things in biotech that have maybe, well, very recent fetal cell uh, product in them, okay? People do not realize how much fetal cells are used in the biotech industry, and yes, they do come from uh, the... Uh, from the abortions, there there are several people you know of, I'm sure, Lila Rose, et cetera, who helped expose all that issue. But it's not just the fetal cell lines that uh, were harvested back in the 60s, yeah. et cetera. There are so many more things that are currently uh, that currently use fetal cells, and yes, this vaccine as well. Greg, we're gonna, so, we're gonna we're gonna have to wrap it up, Greg. We got a full. But full you made board, some great points. Thank but you. But you made some very very good points. And I want to thank you for calling in. Yes. Okay. Uh, what we do have is um, a friend of yours, Craig, and he's the president of the Pacific Justice Institute at PacificJustice dot uh, org, and we're gonna bring up Brad right now, Craig. Hey, Brad. So glad you could join us, my friend. Oh, great to be on the program. Appreciate it. Thank you, Craig. Yeah, so as you know, we're probably we're talking about uh, actually a talk and then an article corresponding to that by Pastor Robert Jeffers, basically saying nobody has any legitimate 
no credible religious argument against the vaccines. We just heard from one caller, several callers, but also Greg Crawford, who I believe you guys are representing. Greg says he has a lot of religious uh, disagreements and it's a violating his conscience. Um, uh, help us out. What does PJI do? Uh, what's going on here from your perspective as a Christian and a legal scholar? Uh, are there religious reasons one might have to seek an exemption regarding the COVID vaccines? Oh, absolutely. You know, Christianity um, is, a life, is a lifestyle following the guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit. And if we have a doubt on something, um, you know, as it says the Apostle Paul, you know, if you, if you doubt something and you do it and you doubt it, it's a sin. Um, is it reasonable for people to have doubts uh, regarding whether or not God might want them to, uh, to take something that hurts their body or may hurt their body? Um, the answer is resolutely yes. Uh, people can have such doubts. And if they do something knowing that it could hurt their body, um, or maybe kill them, as it has over 7,000 uh, American citizens already, and that's a very conservative number, um, then, I, then it's very reasonable for them not to, uh, to feel like God wants them to do it. And if they do something, and, and once again, in, in, in doubting it, um, it is a sin. So I think that in and of itself, separate from the, uh, you know, being developed uh, initially from an aborted fetus or... Uh, you know, something along other theological lines. Uh, individuals need to follow the, the call of God. Christianity is a walk. It's a lifestyle. It's a relationship. And if someone has a conviction, a clear conviction, and strong enough that they would be willing to lose their job if necessary, that's strong enough as far as the courts are concerned, uh, not whether or not there's particular theology, doctrine, uh, that uh, makes sense to a liberal judge who may never go to church. Right, and you were really uh, quoting or alluding to Romans fourteen twenty three that says whatever is not of faith is sin, violating one's conscience. So that, is that this is why Pacific Justice Institute is representing a Greg Crawford. In fact, you're doing it for free. You're not even charging Greg, are you? That's correct. In fact, we're representing not only Greg Crawford for free, Greg. We're representing uh, thousands and thousands yes. of, of people across the United States, employees uh, who are whose, whose jobs are on the line. But they will not put this in their body if they have, you know, if they have a conviction against it. Um, you know, I'm one of them. Of course, I, I got COVID myself. So actually, I have a much stronger immunity than people who have the vaccine. And uh, Dr. Fauci has yet to be honest and, uh, and admit that to the American people. Uh, but all the studies now are coming out. There's more than a dozen studies making it very clear that people who've had COVID should not. Uh, not only don't need the vaccine, they should not have the vaccine. Um, and so... It's, it's very problematic. One thing that we at Pacific Justice are doing, and I want to make this really clear, uh, if anyone's out there and they're in the situation, they're an employee, they don't want to get the vaccine, maybe they've already had COVID, uh, they should go to our website and they can get all the clear information that they need to implement right away yes. to secure and protect their ability from being fired. And if they are fired, they'll have a very strong case. Yeah. Uh, as the case of, of Mr. Crawford. Yeah, you have and a I, download, was, sorry, Brad, right there where they can get the form and the things they should, should not say and what they need to say to express their convictions right there on the website. That's right. It's very clear. And they need to be very careful not to download a form from someplace where they just check a box and sign their name. Um, that's that's just not, uh, you know, a legal competency as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they, they, you need to have it spelled out. You need to write it. You need to prove that it's sincere. You don't prove it's sincere by just checking a box and signing your name. So 
people, we, we, we know that. We've done this now. Uh, we've been around for 20, almost a quarter of a century, and we know how to what, what's needed. And, uh, and if people do what we say on our website, here's the, 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 the good truth here. Um, the odds are greater than not that they will be accommodated if they follow what we say, and if they're not accommodated, and they've done what we said on our website um, under vaccine mandates, then they can contact us and be represented without charge. Uh, but they need to do what we've instructed them to do um, and, and not, you know, a form they paid $39 for on the Internet or something like that. Uh, we will not represent those people because they do not have a strong case. Um, and we make sure if they follow what we say, they will have a strong case. It also applies to employers. Um, you know, what employers do have a, have a religious conviction or uh, against uh, mandating or pushing something that they think is going to be harmful to their employees. Uh, we cover that as well as well as students uh, who also need deep protection and help, uh, who may be booted out from the university or, or maybe denied a scholarship. This is something else that we, we help on that same website, pji.org. Awesome. Brad, any other final thoughts you want to share with us? Yeah. You know, uh, Pastor Robert Jeffries, uh, Jeffries he, uh, I know he means well, um, it, but he's not a doctor. And if you take the assumption that, uh, something is like a vitamin and has no downside and people are, you know, have no reason. I can see where he might come across that way. He may think of this as just like, you know, a good vitamin. Uh, it's not. So I don't, I don't condemn him uh, because he said what he said probably out of just not being educated and aware mm-hmm. of, uh, of the concerns. But people have and will always have uh, a religious conviction uh, to obey their conscience and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And legally, that is what we're looking at, yes. not whether or not a denomination has a Hey, Brad, can you hold position. on? To, Brad, can you hold on for just sure. a minute here? We'll come to a hard break. Brian? All right. You are, we are coming up to a hard break, so we want um, uh, everyone to hang on. We're going to be back right after these message. For those of you in the San Diego area, if you want to continue listening, just go to kkla.com and click on Listen Live. And uh, with that being said, we'll be right back after these messages. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 